Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, friends, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. And here's why. Before the meat is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Remember, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. And it's the very top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So you see, you get a better value in top-grade beef. Now, to give you an example, let's take a Kroger cut rib roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the short rib end, the waist, and trims the chine bone. You don't pay roast price for the short rib end and waist. And no matter whether you buy a Kroger cut steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. So don't forget, that's at your Kroger store. See for yourself by visiting your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Make it a rule to buy Kroger cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, Hearts in Harmony. Together, they made a decision. Together, they decided that their own happiness comes first. So together, Penny Gibbs and Barry Carlton are on the way to Heatherton to be married. They've been gone less than an hour now, and Grace, Penny's mother, sits in her living room reading over a note from Penny she found only a few minutes ago. And as she reads... She imagines that Penny is speaking the words to her. The note says... Mother, darling, when you read this, Barry and I'll be on our way to be married. Much as I know this will shock you and maybe hurt you too, I know that I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't have to tell you how much I love Barry and how much we love each other or how strong our desire is to live our lives together. I know that I'm doing this against your wishes and the advice of everyone who has my best interest at heart. And I know, too, that what happened is Barry and I'll have may be fleeting and all too brief. But, Mother, a little happiness is far better than none. And if I'm allowed a few years of it, the years of heartache that follow will be much easier to take. Darling, please be happy for me because I'm happy. I'm doing what I want to do and there isn't the vaguest shadow of a doubt in my mind or the faintest murmur of uncertainty in my heart that my life will not be richer and fuller and more complete because of what I'm doing. And remember always, darling, I'm not going into this with my eyes closed or plunging into anything suddenly. I've weighed the matter carefully. Barry and I have both thought it out minutely. And we're sure in our hearts and our minds 
that in spite of what others may think, we know best what we want out of life. And that this is the only way we'll ever find it. I know that you forgive me for running away like this, and I'm just as certain that the day will come when you know how right I am. Oh, my love, Mother Penny. Coming, coming. Good evening, Miss Billings. Oh, Mrs. Carlton, come in. Thank you. You've heard the news, no doubt. Yes, I've, I've just read a note from Penny. One of the servants brought me Barry's note a little while ago, so you understand the reason for this visit. Of course. I was just about to phone you and talk to you. I realize I, thought... I should have phoned you, but I was so upset I thought I'd just come over. Oh, I know exactly how you feel. Believe me, this has been such a shock, I can hardly believe it. Oh, sit down, will you, Miss Carlton, please? Yes, I will. Thank you. Miss Billings, we can still stop them. There's time. But we don't know where they've gone. Or did Barry tell you where in his note? No, but I know which automobile he took. The big red convertible. We could contact the police to be on the lookout for a convertible, red with a black top. And there's the license number, BC-8. The police could stop them. That sort of thing is done all the time. Do you want them stopped, Mrs. Carlton? Of course I do. Don't you? Yes, I do, for all the same reasons you do, but I wonder if we should. Then you want to let them go ahead and get married. Well, I'm merely looking at one side of the matter. If I were considering only myself and my own feelings, I wouldn't hesitate to try to stop them, but I think they have to be thought of, too. You're an extremely fair woman, Mrs. Billings. I wish I could be as unbiased as you are. I'm frankly dead set against this marriage. Then why do you ask me what to do? Because I have no right to interfere in Penny's life. She's not my daughter, though believe me, I wish she were. And I could wish for no better daughter-in-law. Well, I love Barry as if he were my own son, Mrs. Carlton. And maybe that's half the reason why I'm so hesitant about wanting to stop them. Will you be happy with your daughter married to my son, knowing that she may someday suffer terribly? Well, Mrs. Carlton, in Penny's note to me, she said... All she expects from this is a a few years of happiness. And a little happiness, she says, is far better than none. That's quite true. Barry said somewhat the same thing to me in the note I received from him. And I do know he'll never have the happiness without Penny that he'll have with her. But Penny, I feel that she might somehow find happiness with someone else, or maybe even without marriage. Well, I wonder about that, Mrs. Carlton. It's easy for us to say that Penny can be happy with something else or someone else. But how are we to know? And who are we to tell her where her happiness lies? That's something she has to decide for herself. And something she has decided for herself. I do know Barry didn't talk her into this. Oh, I doubt if he could if he'd tried. Uh, Mrs. Carlton, how really unhappy would you be to see them married? No more unhappy than I have been since the time they learned it was unwise to marry. But they'll be happier married than not, won't they? They think so. Oh, do you? I'm not sure. Believe me, that's my only reason for wanting to interfere. I have no desire whatsoever to stand in the way of their happiness, and I know you feel the same way. You know I do. What alternative do we have, then? Should we let them go ahead and marry, or should we try to prevent it? Or at least cause some delay until we can talk to them? Oh, Mrs. Carlton, we'll never keep them from being in love with each other. 
They're sensible and thoughtful young people, though, Miss Billings. We can make them give each other up for our sakes. It isn't right to ask them to do anything for our sakes. That would be our point of argument only. Actually, it would be for their sakes, not ours. That's the point about which I have so many doubts. We're being far more just to see them married and offer our blessings. Well, the more I think of it, the more I'm inclined to believe that. I'm trying to have an open mind in the matter. I'm not doing so well at it, but you strengthen my beliefs with your own. Well, I don't want to influence you any more than I want to influence them. I can hardly be persuaded to do or think anything that I don't want to do or think. If I'm nothing else, I'm stubborn. If you've done anything at all, you've made me look at things from Penny's and Barry's point of view more closely than before. If you don't disagree, I'm of a mind to let them go ahead and be married. Well, I want to see them get whatever happiness they can. Then you agree with me. I agree with anything you say. I say let them, let them marry. It's just what they want. We had some of what we wanted out of life. Why shouldn't they? I'm glad you feel that way. I'm relieved to feel this way. I was in a terrible dither about it when I came in. I feel much better now. I, I, I like the decision. I do, too. I wish we hadn't been against it all this time. We might have known they'd marry sooner or later, and I've always looked forward to seeing Penny married. I had ambitious plans for my son's wedding, but then plans don't always work out, do they? We shouldn't complain. They're doing what they want, and perhaps what's best, too, under the circumstances. I, for one, am going to forget the circumstances forever, Miss Billings. Penny and Barry are obviously going to ignore the threat of unhappiness in the future. I think you and I should show the same courage. It's as good as forgotten, Mrs. Carlton. And God bless them both. <laughs> I wonder where they are now. They must know we're talking about them and wondering. No doubt they're far from here by now. Maybe they're already married and on their way back or starting out on a honeymoon. Well... Wherever they are, we can be sure of one thing, Mrs. Carlton. They're both completely happy. Yes, we know they're happy. <laughs> but I do hope Barry isn't so elated. He drives too fast. Whenever he takes the red convertible, he drives fast. I've never liked that automobile for that Nice night to patrol the highways, Harry. Nice highway for an accident from here to Heatherton, too. Bad road, huh? Well, there are worse, Bob, but... Well, Will, you've been on the force a little while. You'll know the spots to look for for accident, especially this time of night. Why this time of night? Well, it's just after dark, and a lot of people are speeding to make home before it gets too late. <laughs> that red convertible looked like it was in a hurry to get somewhere. You know the one that passed us about half hour ago? Oh, I don't know. That guy wasn't going fast. You should see some of them come through. That was some expensive buggy that guy was driving, too. Yeah, I noticed. See the license plate? It was BC-8. Must have been a big shot. Oh, probably a big shot son showing off for his girl. <laughs> that was a good-looking dame he had in the car. I didn't notice. Not much you didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I didn't wink at her. The way you did. Now, that's great. You didn't notice the girl, but you saw a little wink. <laughs> Brother, you don't miss anything, do you? Uh, I won't tell you why. <laughs> well, it's plenty nice of you, Bob. Someday I'll do this. 
Now, what's the matter, Harry? Headlights of a car are sure shining in a funny direction up there. Yeah. They aren't moving either. Oh, the car's standing still. I don't know how the lights could be shining up against the hill like that. Road doesn't go that way. Well, maybe it's somebody pulled off the road and changed a tire. Well, could be. We'll have a look as soon as we round this turn. We sure don't like the looks of this, Bob. Bad road, huh? Mm-hmm. This isn't really one of the bad spots. Maybe it's just... Holy mackerel, Harry. Look at that car. It's upside down. We've really got a bad one here, Bob. I'll radio at headquarters for an ambulance. Wait, we'll have a look-see first. Doesn't seem to be any sign of life. Come on. Okay. Bring your flashlight. Yeah. Might be someone under the wreckage. Well, I hope not, Harry. This buggy's really smashed up. Yes, that whole top is caved in. Shine your flashlight right here. One of the doors here is half off. We'll look inside. Hey, Bob, this is a convertible. That's why it looks like the top smashed in. Uh-huh. And this is that expensive job that passed us a while ago. Yeah, shine your flashlight in the door there. Hey, it's that red car with the young guy and the good-looking girl, all right. You see anything under there? Yeah. Yeah, Bob, they're, they're in here, both of them. What? Better radio headquarters fast. Well, what do I ask for? How can't you tell? Well, from the looks of this car and the way they're both caught under it, I'd say they're both dead. Is this the end of Penny Gibbs and Barry Carlton? Is this Barry's car or one just like it? Has fate decided against them, or are they safely in Heatherton and happily married? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB, KCB, KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. That's because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. You get more meat, less waste in Kroger cut beef. It's top U.S. government grades of beef, tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store and buy your favorite cut of beef. If you can get a Kroger cut sirloin steak, you'll notice that before the steak is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the stringy end, the waste, and the excess bone. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But remember, ladies, you can buy a Kroger cut steak or roast only at Kroger stores. Make up your mind right now to visit your neighborhood Kroger store without delay. Your Kroger meat man has just the cut of beef you want. It's delicious and juicy. It's top-grade beef that will thrill your family. Make it a rule to buy Kroger cut beef and get more meat, less waste, which means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>